take two technical difficulties this morning we've got a passage from the bible first time buyers listen up this one's for you we're going to talk about how you can unlock your first property much sooner than you thought making the impossible possible with first time buyer grants you didn't even know about tune in <laughs> reporting for duty the first home buyer wizards do you know what the amount of people that i talk about what they can get that are surprised never yeah. never ceases to amaze me the ins and outs and outs and ins there's not really an a person or that can explain this beautifully that you can sort of just ring up um yeah it, it's a minefield this first home buyer thing i know it's even worse it's just try google it you'll go crazy um so yeah as you said it, it's it's lovely to have someone like a broker um or a solicitor that really understands it either from the finance end or from the paperwork end um you know or, or a local agent you can just ring up and you know have a chat with because trying to understand this on your own um, before you actually buy your first property it's like reverse engineering the whole the whole um, you know steps to get to get to your first property it's really tricky so I guess where it all starts is you're a first home buyer and everyone's telling you about higher interest rates everyone's telling you about how hard it is to get in the property market everyone's telling you about the adversities but I don't find these people telling you about the hacks or the ways in or the workarounds, the grants, more importantly, that are available to you. Um, and yeah. this morning's episode is about, about the different and various grants that there are, and there's plenty of them. That's it. So we've, got, we've actually got a few to go through. So um, let's just crack on. The first grant arguably the easiest to obtain there's 35,000 spaces um, every year released by New South Wales government um, to a variety of lenders and that's called the first home buyer assistance scheme this one here yeah and this this little holy Bible is available um, soft copy hard copies wherever you are in the world um, we can send this to you. This is a, an asset that our teams put together um, to keep everything in one place for you. But this will allow you to buy a property with a 5% deposit um, up to $800,000 and spend $0 on stamp duty. For a regular purchase, um, if you were to have to pay stamp duty on 800000 it's about a $23,000 saving. So that's a really important one to know about. Um, and your broker can help you um, make a submission to get a to get a spot on that thirty five thousand spaces every year. You with us, Mark? Yeah, big time. Now, uh, yeah. So, can we put that link in at the end of the show? The the link of the uh, the first time buyer book bible that we've got. Yeah, I'm sure we can. Yeah. Cool. Next one. 
Um, tell us about the tell us about the superannuation. Next one. That as a first, it's about. I've lost you. Say again. Tell us about the superannuation, how you can use your super towards buying a first home first home buyer property. Well, the superannuation one's a bit clever. What it allows you to do is actually make um, your savings a whole lot quicker. So it's it's um, it's a little bit more of an unknown one than what you'll find online. It's not talked about as much. However, you can make a self-made contribution to uh, into your super um, and anything on top of what um, your employer is making, you can pull that out in, as savings and it goes in a, at a reduced tax rate. So Mark, you're, you're a bit of an expert on this. I think you've actually helped a few clients with their kids go through this as well. Um, but effectively, you can be saving at almost two times the speed um, as what you could traditionally in a regular bank account because that's all, um, you know, it's all prepaid tax money. Um, or postpaid tax money, sorry, in a bank account. So, so in its simplest terms, yep. um, you're making the same amount of savings. Sorry, you're doing the same amount of work, but you're doubling your savings rather than putting it into a bank account. It's going elsewhere, sits in the super doing the exact same job. And, and just to sort of crystallize that, um, if you if you in the course of a year save ten thousand dollars, you will have to pay tax before you save that ten thousand dollars. So if you're paying twenty yeah. percent tax, thirty percent tax, forty percent tax to save that ten thousand dollars, it will take longer for you to save the ten thousand dollars. What they do with super is they say we're going to allow you to do a voluntary contribution of that $10,000 at a bugger all interest a bugger all tax rate rather than a 20 30 40% tax rate so then then uh, this is where people get confused we're going to allow you to you got to put it into your super so basically your employer's got to do it for you generally that's where it gets complicated uh, then we're going to allow you to yank it out and push it over as a deposit into your home. Now, there's paperwork. It can't just be done uh, by the blink of an eye. It's got to be premeditated. You've got to organise this with your employer. You've got to organise this with your super. You've got to organise this with the government, with relevant paperwork. But... Yeah. If, I, if someone said, I'm, I'm going to help you save 20, 30, 40% more or faster, that's attractive to me as a first home buyer. But I've got to tell you, I reckon the take up is jack shit. I reckon the amount of people doing it, it's just too complicated. But if you can get around it, guys, there's a river of money that you can, that you can save very, very quickly. Yeah, and... and a really good um, point here is a lot of this paperwork you actually can talk to a broker and they can help you with. So when I when I bought my first property, um, I, the amount of paperwork that I actually submitted was very minimal. Um, however, we did have a couple of meetings and sit downs with the family, mum and dad, or um, it can be any relative, um, and it can be you know, your broker 
working out the best way to get that you know over the line for you so you're not you're not supposed to be doing this alone it's not it's not a one-man show um you know employ those people that can help because um it will you know really benefit you second one and to, to give people an idea to give people an idea a property of six hundred thousand dollars in as a first home buyer you have the ability to buy that with as little as a five percent deposit which is thirty thousand dollars you have no stamp duty to pay so with 30 grand you can buy a property for 600 grand if you navigate through this correctly and in order to save that 30 grand there's inset there's this um you can use part of your super as well which is really really attractive but I, again i just don't feel like there's anyone holding your hand and actually stepping you through this because it's a myriad of different grants that are available so don't forget there's the superannuation one it's different to your um, people think that they can't buy property in their super. This is different. Read up on it, research it, learn about it. There's your no stamp duty. So your stamp duty on, on um, 750 grand can be 30 grand. So you're not having to pay stamp duty. Big bonus. What are your other ones out there, Billy, that are available? Um before we just move on quickly, also just to clear up any confusion, there was a lot of talk about a property tax coming in um, where you could opt in to pay an annual fee rather than stamp duty if you did have to make any contribution. That's no longer exists. Yeah. Forget it ever came in. Um, what they've done is they've replaced that by increasing the limits. So now it's just up to 800000 So that's, um, that's really important to know. Next one, you've got your first home owner grant this is for new properties new properties and that's a ten thousand dollars contribution towards the purchase price um in addition to the to the um first home buyer's assistance scheme benefits um so that's buying or building your first home and it's new no one else has lived in before and it can't be worth more than seven hundred fifty thousand. So particularly, you know, interesting if you're looking at a, a new build opportunity, maybe like a house and land. So how much, is, how much is that again? Can't be more than 750000 for the home. New home, brand new, no one lived in it before. And, and it's a $10,000 uh, contribution from the government. $10,000! On top of the, <laughs> the uh, first-home buyer assistance scheme benefits. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any other grants available to first-time buyers that we can tell people about? That's that's the big ones. You've got a shared equity home buyer um, helper, which is single parents um, of a dependent child or children. Um, Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah, of age or above, and um, and key workers. So that's nurses, midwives, paramedics, teachers, early childhood educators, police. Um, those kind of people, the people that make the world go. So, around. what do what what do key workers get? Um, they they qualify for a shared equity home buyer helper. So that that's um, that refers back to the deposit amount. It's, it's usually five percent, but it can be as low as two percent um, if you're if you're in one of those key roles. Um, there's some eligibility requirements. You can't have a gross income of more than. 90,000 for singles, uh, 120,000 for couples, um, and the maxis, maximum purchase price for Sydney 
um, and other sort of surrounding areas is 950,000, 600 for regional areas. But it really refers back to that deposit amount. It can be as low as 2% depo uh, deposit. Um, just talk to your broker about that one because there's, um, you know, there's some help, you know, assistance is, is, is the key word in the headline from the government. I thought that was just for single parents, but key workers as well, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. So if you fall under any of those, um, um, you know, roles, nurses, midwives, paramedics, teachers, early childhood educators and, you know, police, things like that, um, you, you could be in for a winner there. So that's really important. Now, also, before we go, um, there's, I do have to um, add, and I'll, I have this discussion daily with people, be careful who you're buying property with. You, because you don't want, you want to, this grant is huge. So again, I had a couple, I had a couple yesterday that I was talking with, they wanted to buy a little house, a couple, and they wanted to bring a third friend in um, to buy the house. They wanted to do the house up and then sell it. And I was like, guys, just be careful because you are both eligible for first home buyer grants. You can rent vest. So I said, what you can do is you can go and buy a little place for five, 600 to the husband, to the wife. I said, you can go and buy a little place. Well, they weren't husband and wife, they're boyfriend, girlfriend. You can go and buy um, a place yourself. You don't have partners. And I said, you know, do the places up, rent them out. Um, yeah. Go and rent the house that you're talking about that you love. And I said, three, four, five years later, go again. Uh, or you can always sell those properties. Um, so uh, just purely because that's you're burning when you're not getting that stamp duty off, when you're not using a 5% deposit, yeah, it, it's, you're, you're losing some opportunity there and some money. Yeah, absolutely. And there used to be you couldn't buy, um, you know, used to be um, some, some limitations around who you could buy property with. <clears throat> You'd actually have to be, you know, married. Um, if you're going in together, that's changed. You can now buy with a sibling. Um, so again, that's opened up options. Maybe don't look externally to friends. Um, if you can keep it together and you've got a, a good relationship with your brother or sister, <laughs> I know they're rare, far and few between, but um, if you want to buy a property together, it's now possible. Do it on your own if you can. And that's a show. That's the show. One other thing before we go, Mark, you also yes. uh, might have seen if you have been out of your property, so if you've had your first home, sold it and been out of your own property for more than 10 years, you can get back in. That's another new change. Yeah. What? Yeah. So tell us what was the buzz about that. So if you've, if you've owned your first property and you sold it and yes. you've now been living in rental or you've been, um, who knows what your situation's been, but you haven't. The point is, you haven't lived in your um, your, your first home uh, for more than ten years. There is a way back in. So that's a that's another new change that's come in. Um, I think a really important one to know. You know, worth mentioning to um, you know lots of people if they feel like they're trying to get back in, but they need a lucky break. Uh, that might be another change they haven't heard about. So yeah, get so in touch. A, there's, with a re the there's a re-entry for first home buyers. Grants. more than 10 years that's the condition that is so cool okay yeah yeah so um 
yeah like we we um you know we do a lot of a lot of business in the price point we have some really good referral um you know people we can put you in touch with as well if you need any help on the finance side um yeah i'd love to help and that's first time buyers for you love you see you bye thanks billy bob see ya, see ya.